You got you got 19 minutes to give me for this. All right, that's all you get. All right, say this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can be what it says I can be, and I can do what the Word says I can do. It's the living seed of God living in me, and I'll never be the same. Never, never, never will I be the same. God increase, pastor decrease, give me ears to hear what God has to say. I'm gonna walk with power and not let the loss get left. Amen, you guys may be seated. Yeah, we, we uh, believe, uh, I believe wholeheartedly in sharing the altar, the building, especially when it comes to reaching our kids. Uh, I think too long, even growing up, that church was like kids couldn't move around in it. And it was almost like going to Big Mama's house where that one room you couldn't go into. And so, but the world invites kids to every part. And so if we're gonna compete with the world, they can't come to a place where they can't be on a stage or something like that. It's never made sense to me uh, why this was supposed to be so sacred when God said the veil of the temple was open when Christ got up. Now I can go into the holies of the holies, but I can't walk on your wooden stage. That doesn't make sense to me. And so our kids need to know that this is a place that they can call home. This is a place that they can step forward. This is a place that they can be Christ-like and it's not off limits. Uh, Rita, who came up here as well, Rita, we've known Rita in our youth group. When you were at middle school, wasn't it? It's middle school. You know, so so God God increases, God is 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 about that and, and it was never something that was off limits because that's not what God is. God don't give us certain spots where we can't go and serve him. It's all of it. And even as I travel all over, one of the things that I do, and I, I believe this is straight from the kingdom of God, no matter what school I'm in, no matter how big the crowd is, I always give kids the opportunity to come on stage. Never fails, I pick the kid with, uh, and I don't know this beforehand, but I, apparently I pick the kids who are getting in the most trouble. I don't know that they go, you pick that, like the one you picked is the one that gives us the most trouble. How did you know that? I say I didn't, but I do know I can see trouble in me and I can see that everyone called me something except a kid that could be accepted. And if you're gonna label me, I'm gonna act like my label, right? The labeling was disabling them. And so when they got up here, those three kids that came up here and danced in front of everyone, I mean, you know, well, let's make sure we celebrate when they do the good, right? You know, we want to we chill them out, but let's make sure we celebrate them when they do the good. And, and uh, that, that just, that fires me up. Pastor Rita at work, right, to turn, transform this entire sanctuary, tents everywhere, took the chairs out, because then if kids can't come in church comfortably, they're going to not come to God comfortably. Right? And we got to let them know, you be you, you show up to God. That's why I loved a lot of energy kids, the one that nobody wants to deal with. Hear them? Hear them? That's, that's me over there right there. Ah! It's amazing. The, the people that watched us when we were growing up loved to watch my twin, but not me. My twin was real laid back and quiet. They go like, can y'all... Can you separate them? No, you got to get both of us, all right? But we're going to talk about promoted by love. Love promotes. And I'd rather be promoted by love than promoted by somebody else's just popularity. 
And then when they were talking about fasting, and it was about the fellowship of fasting, I did, I start a week ahead of time because I'm not going to ask you to do something I don't do. And if I'm going to ask you to do it, I'm going to get out in front of you. So I've been fasting for a week already. And I'm going to tell you about being around people. Uh, the, the, one, the one young teenager that inspired me last Sunday fired me up just asking questions about it. Then I got to go hang out with Pastor Donnie, and that increased. So when you hang around godly fellowship, that helps you. I didn't realize I was only drinking just water. Because it wasn't about drinking just water, it was about the fellowship that I had. I was promoted by the love by people who are not necessarily trying to encourage you or trying to do that. But when you're around godly people, that's going to encourage you to be strengthened to do this. I've tried to fast by myself. Well, I have fasted by myself. It's harder when it's not corporate. I'll just tell you that. I'll be flat out honest with you. And so, yes, when she says I'm extreme, uh, I, yeah, I'm an extreme Christian. I only have one God. That's extreme. I love the Lord thy God with all of my heart, soul, mind, and body. Lord thy God is one. That's the only one I got. That's extreme, apparently. Right? And so when I, when I look into this part of it, I want us to make sure we understand that promoted by love. Let's love them while they serve. Let's love them while they do it. Let's love them in this place of doing good. And let's make sure that we give them that shot. So if you can ignore that, I can do this. All right? God fuels us through love. John 14, verse 14 through 16. If you ask me, for anything in my name, I will do it. Everybody say amen. Amen. So, right? So, as we're fasting and praying, there are some decisions that may be out of your hands, that may be something you've been trying to get fixed for years, but we're going to be believing God that he's going to change the minds that are in certain positions, that are in certain authority, maybe some legal situation, that are in certain places that this kind only comes out through prayer and fasting. If you love me, you will keep my commandments and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. So now this whole thing, if you love me, he, you will keep my commandments. Now that almost sounds like a threat. Like if you mess up, that means you don't love me. And that's not really what he's saying. But the Bible's saying right there is when you love me, you will keep me. Loving me is keeping me. It is love that helps you keep me. It is not necessarily a threat as much as it is, here's your source is loving me. Loving me, right? Right? Love, love connection. We had love connection. I, I had a love connection. When I was single, I had a love connection, had a wife. When I got married, my wife couldn't touch any of my Disney clothes. I had these, um, listen, I got issues, and I told y'all I had issues, and I don't care. But I had this white, I'll never forget this white embroidered Disney shirt. I kept it in plastic. When I wore it, you couldn't touch me. You couldn't come near me, right? It was that. She couldn't wear it. And I stood at the altar, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. We won. Don't you touch my sweatshirt. Don't you make us have to go counseling over this Mickey Mouse sweatshirt. We had what you would call a child. Love connection. Ran up to me and hugged me. Hands full of dirt while I had my sweatshirt on. God promoted me to parent, right? And it didn't matter about the sweatshirt anymore. Now, I, do, I love Pastor Reed, don't get me wrong, but Miracle hugging me and just wiping dirt all over that sweatshirt, 
where everybody else we'd be in, you know, they'd have to get a jury together, a grand jury together, court case. But, but God had promoted me to love even greater. You understand that? If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. There, there's a promotion of love to keep my child, that dirt on your sweatshirt, that sweatshirt ain't getting you nowhere. And of course, we, everybody could wear it after that. So, so God wants to promote you. Whatever situation that you're in, fall in love, greater love with God will help you keep that. Not the fact that when you don't keep it that God don't love you or you don't love God. We reverse it when we read it in the natural, when we read it in an ungodly way, we go like, well, I messed up, I must not love God. No, that's not what they're saying. They're saying fall in love with God and you can keep that. It is the fact that we try to do something without love. How many of y'all would die for my kid? Okay, and I appreciate that, but you're lying. How many of you would die for your own kid? Thank you. I appreciate it, don't get me wrong. You know what my family told me last week? Or my wife told me. All of three of our kids think that she loved each one of them better than the other. All three of them believe she loves that one the best. Man, how do you pull, that's some, that's some love right there. When you make them all believe, because I don't know what they think about me and we're not taking that poll and I don't, I don't even care. But that's what God wants you to know. God doesn't love somebody more than he loves you. Like the same way, like, how does he do that? They all think, oh, mama loves me better. I asked them, you think mama loves you? Yeah, she loves me better than the other two. Every one of them say the same thing. How'd you pull that off? Because I know there are certain areas. They're not even sure if I like them. How does she do that? I've been there with them when they don't take the trash out. I'll be ready. Like, let's go. Love about to promote you. But there's this promotion that comes from love that God, why can't I get over this? Why can't I get past this? Because you're trying to get over it on your own. I'm telling you, if you get in love with me, you will get past it. Right? You remember the, 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 the favorite song? Remember that song? But the, the new song. When a new song come out, okay, act like y'all, act like y'all not liars. Listen, that new song come out, you can listen to it over and over and over again. Don't get old, the beat is good. Why does that song get old? Y'all know the one like, oh man, let me hear it one more time. Let me hear it one more time. One more time. I hear that part. And you, you, you go back to it and go back to it. And then after a while, it wears out. Right? God never wears out. Right? You can go back to the God part. Right? It says, while we were yet sinners, Romans 5, 8 says, while we were yet sinners, Christ loved us. Why? Because he knew love would promote you from sin to save. From lost to found. And that's why I was like, man, why, why can't I get in that? Because it's a tough thing to love. And, and when you've lived on this earth at any point in time and you've ever been betrayed, love isn't always that easy to trust someone to love you. Like, man, what's wrong with me, God? Why would you love me? No, the, the dangerous part we said about betrayal is not about the people, not as only about the people that betrayed you, but the fact that you're thinking, why did I trust someone that could do that to me? And Jesus said, I love the betrayer. Come on, man, if I was Jesus at that last supper and Judas gonna put his bread in my dip, there have been a whole different last supper. 
Come on, man. I, I, I mean, I know. I get it, man. I, I get it. And I remember in theology school, we were in there, and, 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 and <laughs> Dr. Murdoch said, Tori, what do you think? I think I'd have slapped Judas right there. Before he'd have sold me out, I'd have hit him. He dipped his, think about that. Y'all, y'all eating. Y'all know how y'all are about Jalapeno Ranch. And he stuck his bread in there. Uh-uh, Judas, you got to go. You got to go. Just go can't hang out with somebody like that. But Jesus said, I loved him. That's what promotes us. What makes us help people? What, what took us? So Pastor Rita told you about the household she grew up in and the anger that she had. And it was the love of God that promoted her beyond. Can you imagine her being angry? Like, like mad, yelling, screaming, rage. Don't even make sense to you because God has made her a new creature. Right? You can't, you can't even imagine. You can't even see that. For God is such a deliverer that you get, they have to tell you the testimony because you can't see the result, the, any of that stuff on them anymore. You know what I mean? Like, like you, you are delivered and you're set free. You're, you're delivered. And, and like Psalms 51 and verse 12, right? It, it says this, that restoring to me the joy of my salvation. Remember when you were first born again, you could believe God for anything. You were excited about everything. God, let me get some of that. Right? Let me go back to that. Let me promote that because nothing else mattered once I was born again. It did not matter. I was like, God, I did not care. I just want to be with you. It was part of that. And it, and it strengthens us. Nehemiah 8.10 says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Sadness weakens you. When all you do is think about misery, it weakens you. It cannot make you stronger. I need a love connection. Whenever I'm having some attitude issues, I need a love connection. I need to connect with the source of love. Uh, Linda and I were talking. Linda broke it down for me this morning. I said, Linda, you're not supposed to leave your apples out. Y'all see on TV where they have the bowls up there and look nice? You're supposed to put them things in the refrigerator. They rot faster outside. They do, right? And I go, I wonder why that is, because they grow outside. And Linda said this, and you think I would know. Yeah, because they connected to the man. I thought, look at you, girl. Let me get you offering up in here at the kitchen. I was washing dishes at the time. <laughs> right? When you're not connected, you rot faster. When you're not connected, you get angry faster. You have very little patience. You have a, you're not connect. You got to get back. You got to stay connected, and so your love can come out. Right? If there's a disconnect, I don't love you like you think. There are times at church where if I'm not connected, you may catch the wrong preacher. Not that I'm proud of that. Pastor Reed said, you shouldn't tell people that. I said, I think it's a disclaimer. Gotta let people know. Oh. I don't like the way things going, Pastor, me either. Right? I had the Me Too movement way before they did. I'm angry, me too. As you gotta get it, and, and again, that part of the real thing is that it's not that I don't wanna be, I don't wanna love, I don't wanna do what God tell me to do, but I need to stay in fellowship with God or I'm not going to. 
right? Right? It's just, it, it's a part of it. But a lot of times we read that verse in our own strength. Well, I didn't do what, God, what, I, what the Bible said I need to do, so I must not love God. No, no, no. Run to get loved in God and he'll help you. I cannot do this by myself. I can't do this by myself. The one thing, even though my mom's memory is failing, the one thing she can remember is the fact that three years old, I got my uncle's pistol loaded and was about to play cops and robbers with my twin. I'm 55. She can't remember if I'm on the phone with her, but she knows this story verbatim. Y'all were in yellow and white horizontal striped t-shirts. Didn't you just forget who you was talking to on the phone? She was like, you had that gun pointed at your twin's head. Y'all came in there. Baby, when you coming over? You know I'm not there. You just pointed out a 52-year-old story. So you look at the part of the lights of that and, and begin to say, you almost canceled out one side of you, right? How close we were to death. How close we were, how close you were to death, how close you were to something. And God has said, it was love that keeps you here. It's love that constructs you, loves that, loves that holds you, love that, that, that is that peace that surpasses, it's, it's that part of you. And quit trying to do it by yourself. Just run to the love of God. I am naturally not a loving person. It's easy for me not to show any emotions. <laughs> it's easy. It's easy. After all of those funerals I went to, it's easy for me to stand there, watch everybody cry, and make sure let's, let's go. You bury that many siblings, you just, you know, okay. Wonder what they cooking today. And so God said, you got to learn how to get invested in me. That's why I do it the first thing in the morning, every morning, so that you can walk out the commandments I have for you today. You can't walk in my will under your own willpower. You need my strength. Let me go to this. Judges chapter 16, verse 20 through 22. How many of y'all ever heard of Samson before? Yeah, all right. Then she called out. He with that girl, Delilah. Over there in the wrong neighborhood. <laughs> he over there dating them around the way, girl. Delilah. He laid, he done fell asleep in Delilah's lap now. Samson, the Philistines are here. This is Delilah telling them that the people that she called on him had hanging out in the back waiting on him. Now she's going to warn him when they can catch him. After she done cut his hair. Not everybody in your circle knows how to be in your corner. When Samson awoke from his sleep, he thought, I will escape as I did before and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. Then the Philistines seized him, gouged out his eyes, and brought him down to Gaza, where he was bound with bronze shackles and forced to grind grain in the prison. However, the hair on his head began to grow back after it had been shaved. Now, now again, Samson, Delilah was from another neighborhood where God had told him, you do not date outside of your area. But 
Samson had problems with his kind of, the girls that was in his neighborhood. Like them over there look different. Okay, I know y'all want to act like y'all don't know what this but Samson like, but look at them girls. They dress different, okay? And so that's what Samson wanted. He fell asleep. Now, now, now listen, I'm bald, and I knew when my hair started staying asleep when I would wake up. I could see it on the pillow. How did Samson not know they done cut his hair? You know, he said he gonna get up and just go. Like, he should have felt, man, it's a draft in here or something. Like, he should have felt, he should have felt that. Okay, he didn't. He said, I'm gonna get up and go. And he didn't realize God was no longer with it. When you get to starting to doing your life daily without asking God, you will miss out when that big thing comes and you're trying to get God to connect with you because you've been pushing God to the side. Right? That's what Pastor Rita was sitting here talking about. She be stealing my stuff, y'all. Listen, we don't even talk that knowing. I'm looking at her like, can I just do my stuff and you do yours at the end? And you got to know him. Well, God has said, know me daily. Know me in the small stuff. And you ain't got to get to know me when something crazy happens. Because we already know each other, right? So he gets up. They gouge out his eyes, right? What was it that got Samson in trouble? His eyes. Looking at them girls in the other neighborhood. Now they done took away his weakness and his strength began to grow back. Whatever you lost this past year was a weakness. Whatever grows back is God's strength. There you go. See, now they done messed up. Because me, I would have made sure I would have put some nair on Samson's head. It never would have grown back if I'd known that's where he's getting his strength from. But wicked men are not always wise men. And whatever you lost, whatever happened to you, whatever you thought, man, I should have had that, I should have been. Listen, what's growing back in you is what's God in you. Dude, he can't, he can't lust now because he can't see can't see they gouged out his weakness and sometimes we don't turn away like we should and, and we don't do like we should and sometimes it has to be just taken away right to be taken away says, thank you Jesus for taking that away from me because I refuse to give it up I needed it to be taken away I need to be taken away I, I needed something to be removed from my life that, that it will not happen to me. And so when it, when it talks about that, heaven and earth will pass away, Matthew 24, 35, but my words will never pass away. Isaiah 55, 11, it says, my word will not return unto me void. It will accomplish where I have sent it. You send your children with the word. Wherever they go, whatever school they're going into, the, the word will finish, the word will accomplish. They can't take that. No matter what they're saying, no matter what happens, no matter what bully is there, they cannot take away the word. We'll keep growing back in them. That's why it's important that we have them in these events. That's why it's important that, that, that like our, those kids will never forget that, that Martina and, and, and Rita were dressed up. That's biblical character. It was real to them. The other thing they won't forget, Irene, is the bread. The homemade bread. Martina said the bread of life and then the bread was warm we had some bread of life 
And we didn't use, I can't believe it was butter. We knew it was real live margarine up in there that melted that bread. Sometimes we have to let it come to life to us and quit waiting for it to be a life for something else. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Say it like this, when you love me, keeping my commandments is a way of life. Right? Is it any, is it, listen, is it even a question? If your kid is standing out there, a bus is coming, they don't see it, is it even a question? You ain't sitting there going, I wonder if they love me, should I get them? No, you diving. You don't, that's God is trying to tell you, if you only knew, you will be able to keep that if you knew how much I love you. So that's the reciprocal, that's the response. If his love, my love, he's coming in and full on love promotes, promotes all of these things. Mark chapter 16, verse 20. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following, amen. Now it says the Lord was working with them. And a lot of times we wanna go and work with the Lord, but the Lord is, this verse here tells me that we need to go ahead and get started and God will jump in and guide us. Sometimes we wait around to get started. Hardest thing to do is get started. It's the hardest thing in the world to do. But once you can get started, once you can get going, God can get in there and work and guide and direct where you're headed. Hardest thing to do on a bicycle is remove the kickstand and don't start pedaling. You're going to fall over. You have to move. And I love that. I love the thing that you just recently heard. Y'all know the difference between the bison and the cows when there's a storm? Bisons run toward the storm. Cows run away from it. And cows end up getting tired, but they're running away from a storm that ultimately catches up to them and they have to keep running and they keep running and they stay in it longer. Bisons run to it, experience the storm for a little while. As it passes, they enjoy the rain. But when you run from problems, quit praying for power, God can't trust you with it. Listen, I don't know if it's the hood in me. I don't know what it is, but I can't stand people that run from trouble. Now, I don't mean like, don't get into a fist fight. I mean, like, if we stand in an agreement and you can't stand there, we can't even depend on you to pray? Maybe that's just a hood thing. Maybe that is. Because our neighborhood, right, if you ran away and we all in a big gang fight, big fist fight, and you was the one to run away, wait till we caught up with you. I know y'all like talk like that, but that's what we do. I, I would kick you in the ribs just sitting there with a knot on my head. You know how many times I got beat up over there because you ran? Thank God I'm not Jesus. Amen? Spitting on him while he going to the cross. He healed those people, y'all. That's, that's love. He healed a blind man. Blind man spitting on him while he going to the cross. I not have took my eyes right back. Shook them like dice. Snake eyes. He wouldn't have saw a thing. That's how you know we didn't write the Bible, right? That's God, not us. Look, I mean, I got, I got, I mean, there's a, God delivered me from grudges, 
And I, and I just, it's tough, right? It's just tough where you think about where God brought you from to where God is bringing you to. But I mean, again, I just, I'm just being honest. That'd have been me. I healed him and he's spitting on me with the eyes I gave? Shanda. How you like me now? You hear these? He's yours. Right? How many of y'all know we need help? Yeah. I need help. I don't know how y'all go without reading the Bible. I need help. Regular. I'm <laughs> shaking my dude couldn't hear. I'd have taken all that. I'd have had eardrums, eyes, legs. He lame was walking. They walking up to spit. I'd taken them too. Everything that hung on the cross with me. It looked like Christmas tree. So that means we have to go to Jesus for help, to love properly, right? To properly love. I, God, I can't keep your commandments if I don't love properly. I can't stay delivered if I don't love properly. My deliverance is caught up in how much I love Christ. My deliverance, listen, if you're still struggling with the same fight, get back in love with Christ. Right? Because that's what we hear people when they, when they want to leave a relationship. I love them, but I'm not in. Come on, man. That don't make no sense. That don't make any sense at all. No, you don't want to participate in loving them. You've gotten lazy. So Pastor Reed and I are learning now. All the kids are gone. Now we, we get to reconnect. We can't just assume the relationship is going to just keep going when we have kids in the house. It's different. We got a date. Same. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Same with Jesus. You can't just be on autopilot. All right. In 22 more days, it's gonna be 30 years. But I got. You know what? Um, I showed a picture. That last picture you took of Pastorita on the little chair, and she's looking over. It's a beautiful picture. Showed the kid that picture on Friday. I was at Ram Rock High School. She was like, wow, she's pretty. Like, what you trying to say? I couldn't get her? The way y'all just reacted to that 30-year thing? That's somebody for everybody. If you could keep somebody, it's somebody for everybody. <laughs> bruh, watch your back, bruh. Amen. He said it deep too. Barry White, amen. So they didn't follow signs. Signs followed them. Right? How many times have you heard people show me a sign? I already showed it to you. It's in the Bible. Do whatever the Bible said. That's your sign. Well, if I smell apple pie in the window, man, that could be an atheist baking that, baking that pie just to throw you off. Don't be going looking for stuff like that. Any of y'all ever do that stuff? Like stuff happen coincidental and you think that's the way it is? 
before Christ. How about before Christ? And y'all ever act like you act like you didn't know God, like stuff like that? Y'all make me act like that. Luke chapter five. Let me just move on because I don't get no fight with nobody. I'm feeling shorter today. The wrong shoes. He saw two boats at the edge of the lake. The fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Jesus got into the boat belonging to Simon and asked him to put out a little uh, from shore. And sitting down, he taught the people from the boat. When Jesus had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Just like Jesus climbed into earth to deliver us all, by the way, it says, Emmanuel, God with us, not some of us, he came for all of us. He climbed into earth, into our boat to deliver us. He will climb into whatever work we are doing and direct us to do his will. I don't know what God's will is for my life. Go to work, love your family, serve God. He'll climb in that. And then he'll direct you to the whatever ministry stuff, if there's that stuff out there. Most people think, I don't know what God, what, I, what, God, what I'm supposed to be doing with my life for God. Do that. Love your family. Do what you need to be doing at work. Take care of your family. Take care of one another. And God will guide the rest. Well, I'm supposed to be a missionary. Okay, here you go. Travel to the country of the kitchen. Wash the dishes. Missionary. God tell us, well, I'm a, I, I think I'm supposed to be a prophet. It would profit us if you could empty that trash. Prophetic. I know something's wrong with me. Miss Sobey, I'm asking for help again. Okay, you know what I mean here, right? You can get that stuff from the back in the kitchen for me. You got me? Because the last time we had communications, and I may need you to help away. You were looking at me like, what you asking me? And why you asking me? Miss Lana, will you go help and make sure she's not mad at me? I'm going to have to have my back watched. All right? Everybody bow your heads. Father, I just pray. I thank you for each and every person in this room. And Lord, I always wondered... Am I just going to always be this messed up? Lord, you're saying, and direction is, go to me. I'll love you through this. I'll love you through this part. I'll love you through this mess. And then, Lord, in speaking to those of us who've loved and loved and given love and, and, and seem to not get the breakthrough from the thing that we're loving, we pray receptions over their hearts and over that situation that, Lord, if it's time for my eyes to be gouged out from that, strengthen me, Lord God, to fall in love with you even more so I'll quit looking for that to turn around. I am tired of opening emotional mail with nothing in it. So I pray, I pray right now, Lord Jesus, as you turn my mind back toward you, turn my hope back toward you, 
I can't keep these commandments on my own. I can't keep, I'm struggling to keep, forgive them for they know not what they do. I'm struggling with that. And I hear today that you said, if, if I love you, I can keep that commandment. God, I'm running you. I need your love. I can't understand why I was hurt like that, why I was abused like that. You're telling me to forgive. I'm struggling with that. So Lord, I gotta run. I gotta fall in love with you so I can honor your word. Here's my heart. Here's my mind. Here's my soul. I give it all to you, Lord God. I love you. I don't know why I had to go through what I went through. I don't know why I'm in this current situation. I don't get it, but I'm going to get you and let you handle the rest. I see the king first and everything else will be added. Father, I thank you. Thank you for healing my relationships. Thank you for healing my family. Thank you for healing my life. Thank you for showing me the direction I need to take. My eyes are going to open up better. Right when I say amen, my eyes are going to open up better because I will be sitting in the arms of Christ. I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Now listen.